2020. Happy Dune Year. New Year, new me. <laughs> Dune Year. What's a Dune Year? The year we celebrate Dune even more than we have in the past, shockingly. And arbitrarily. Okay, so we're celebrating Dune and... Flash Gordon. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. 2020. Like that. All right. The year of sci-fi that ought to, but didn't, but can anyway. I like it. And will. I like it. And, and still shall. Yeah, it will, it will happen. Hashtag new year, new me. Exactly. Are you living that hashtag? No. The hashtag... Yeah, but you're, but you're, in pot, you're on pod probation. Uh, yeah, no, I just found out yeah, earlier today. You, you, I'm you got in trouble. Yeah. yeah, no, I fucked oh, up. Man. I, I've been fucking up. I don't. I don't. Live a, I don't. I don't live a healthy lifestyle, and sometimes it reflects in the pod. And sometimes I get a little too drunk. Sometimes, sometimes things get a little sloppy. That's why I trust my dear friends to put me on pod probation and get me back on the straight and narrow. Which is why I'm You've been only doing... drinking grape vodka and Shasta with a dark beer chaser. Look, because I'm Shasta. trying to keep my shit tight tonight. You've for been... my fucking listeners and my friends. Yeah, you've been doing very good. Thank you. Your probation officer yeah. is very happy with your Thanks progress. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have to see him every morning. It sucks, but it's all right. We have a drum circle. It's fine. Yeah, don't worry. There's going to be random piss tests pop for you. Oh. But don't worry. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Storrs, and with me, as always, is... I'm Crass. And... Rob Morphy. Recently out of pod prison, currently on pro, pro, mm. pro, pro, pod probation, Jubadilly. Mr. Rob Morphy. Yeah, but I feel like, you know what? This is, this is a new leaf. This is 2020. The year of random sci-fi and references that I don't even understand. I feel like we're going to get tighter than ever. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. Tight as a tip's <sighs> tiny bottom. Oh, a tiny bottom. It actually is a nice. much filthier nice. word, according to my grandpa, but I'm not going there. All right. you know what? We're keeping right. it classy. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Again, 2020. 2020, hashtag right. new year, new me. Let's get started with a shout out to a very, very special listener of ours, longtime listener. Um, we'll let them remain anonymous. But they sent us a really Holy super fuck. cool gift. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Dude, it made my universe. Dude. First off, I'm not sure if it is Needlepoint, but if it isn't, it is the first of its kind I've ever received. Secondly, it is a Sasquatch-tastic. All three of us got these beautiful uh, Patterson-Gimlin-style yeah. walking Bigfoot but done in a pattern of like this beautiful pastoral forest. It's awesome. By a longtime listener and super fan who we fucking adore. Thank you so very much. We appreciate it. And and in deference to uh, to the wishes of said listener, we're going to give a shout out to the designer of the pattern that she sent us. And thank you. She was actually she's all right. It's a she. That's it. That's all I'm giving away. All right. Fine. That's half fine. the world. I think there's more women than dudes. Was actually concerned that she might have been overstepping her bond, sending us each one. Bound said this. Holy fuck, no. It, yeah. is, my, it is literally amongst my 10 most treasured possessions. Now. It would have been a crypto fight to who was going to get oh. it. Oh, I mean, we would have That's had to true. hang in the studio in the end because yeah, we would all yeah. enjoy. But the fact that we all get to take one home is amazeballs. But like I say, as per anonymous, wonderful listener's request, I want to give a shout out to Stitchy Little Fox on Etsy. Which is uh, at Etsy.com shop Stitchy Little Fox, and apparently that's where uh, uh, she found the pattern. That 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 individual is the designer of said Sasquatch pattern, and it is fucking awesome. And it really reflects a lot of work and a lot of beauty, and it is a work of art. And yeah. fucking seriously, even though we're not going to bring up the name, 
you fucking rule the pit. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so very so much. much. Honestly, yeah. it was a it made the week. It's like 2020 is on now officially. It See? is on. And I, I even know where I'm gonna hang it right next to my fucking desk where I can look at it when I'm typing up my shit. There you go. Yeah, I, thank I, you. I got mine in my altar next to my Baphomet statue. It's just oh, sitting right there. I got yeah. on my altar. It's my altar. Go to my altar. Yeah, I got an altar. What, Do you have an altar, Chris? Yeah, because I, I don't. I don't, I don't happen to have an altar. <laughs> you have altars you everywhere. You DC and, and, I, and random. Uh, define little, altar. I, okay. Shit with toys on it. Okay, I got a lot of those. <laughs> Fine, I have a lot of altars. Okay, maybe mine actually is an altar. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Mine's a little bit different. I got what like time? I got like baby teeth and shit near it. So, Years yeah. ago, you're fucked up. Chris and I, <laughs> Chris and I, and an unnamed buddy were on uh, a regular UFO hunt, which we would do in the the, the countrified areas surrounding. Oh, our I know what area. you're gonna say. And uh, you know, buzzed up, having a good time. Perhaps a little high, perhaps not. I don't know. We drove past what I referred to in song. Yep. As an altar to an ancient dark god. Oh, and it was fucking oh, nice. amazing. Yep. And we laughed about it. So I'm we just did. saying, Lovecraft forever, uh, needlepoint for life, and fucking 2020, fucking A. Thank you it's all. On. Fuck. I love you. Thank you all so very much. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. We have new patrons? We do. We do. And actually, we are changing our shout-out format, starting with this episode, that we are going to do them as soon as we get them. We're going to do them that week so that there isn't a huge backlog and people have to wait to hear their shout-outs. We're just going to do them off the top. Oh, the quick hit. Boom, the quick hit. Do the quick hit. So Patreon is patreon.com slash Podcast. $1 will get you a shout-out. $5 will get you a shout-out and some bonus audio. Which is fun, by the way. Yeah, so this week our Patreon, uh, the Patreon shout-outs are going out to Victor Martinez. Victor. Josh, Josh Trapito. Nice, Josh. Kathleen Novak. Oh, that's like classic Hitchcockian. Mm. Michael Ford. Mr. Ford and Trina Close. God nice. bless each and I, I every one of you. Trina is nice. actually a brand new listener, so thank you all so very much for Excellent. your uh, contributions you guys to are Patreon. Awesome. Excellent. We, uh, we we appreciate it again. It's patreoncom slash podcast. We're after this episode, we are recording a first uh, Patreon episode for January. So stick around for that. So the first one of the new year. First one of the new year, yeah. Wow. It's going to be on. It's going to be dope. Uh, so be sure to check all that out. Uh, Hellerspace.com. Get yourself some t-shirts there. Those things are happening. We're going to have some new designs coming up soon. We some always, super fucking dope new We always designs. say it, Not but to we, over-tout. It's, it's, it's going to be there. It's going to be dope. Well, it's we've be been awesome. working our balls off, legitimately. Like, And when we're proud of the things we do... Um, it is not to be taken lightly because we are self-loathing artists. So totally. when that shit comes out in a way that uh, we look at it, it's like tight. Yeah. It's fucking good. awesome. Yeah. Right on. And uh, before we get started with the episode, we want to give a very special shout out to a fellow podcaster of the weird, the Oddball Aussie. Oh, yeah. He's our buddy over there in Australia. He does the Oddball Aussie podcast. It's a great show. You should totally check that out. Totally. Um, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit happening right now with, with the all the brush fires in Australia. It's nasty. And he's one of the dudes. He's down there on the front line. He's, he's a fireman. So thank you to the Dope. Oddball Aussie. Oh, yeah. I think it's safe, awesome. Be yeah. awesome. Can't wait to totally. hear you talk more. And tits up to all your good efforts and also and be, and be sure to check his show his show is super oh, cool oh do it I ball so, fucking yeah it is hilarious dope. it's good shit so alright here we go uh, this week we were talking about the oh this is 2020 starting it off right the carnivorous pink cloud not the title you're expecting no not at all oh. You know, I, oh. I will say this is this is one that's been on my radar for a while but I've got to give uh Again, super fan and 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 just great buddy of the pod, Matt Drew. Shout out for what uh, up, Matt Drew? For, like reigniting it in me because you know you can have archives of stuff, but but when suddenly you see something again, you're like, oh snap! How did I not want to do this? So full fucking props to Matt, and this is really a 
fun, crazy, pop culture well, maybe more folkloric case, yeah. and I love it, and so let's make this shit happen. All right, let's get started with paranormal lore is littered with tales of repulsive things lurking in the dark and isolated places where God-fearing folk are reluctant to tread. If they're smart. While many of these unfathomable fiends assume at least remotely familiar forms of wolves, wild men, or prehistoric monsters, there is one whose shape is as amorphous and enigmatic as its origins, a seemingly sentient entity renowned for one thing— it's consumption of living flesh. And this is where the guitars come in, and then the double bass. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and Palpatine refuses something. Like he doesn't want <laughs> lemon water. He's not interested in the cod. How about 400 destroyers? <laughs> no. Well I done. Powers that are unnatural. Everybody gets lightning. Wow. <laughs> wow. Everybody gets All right. it. All right, man. We got a carnivorous pink cloud. I'm excited about this. This is kind of cool. Be. I like this. Because, you know, I mean, you don't often get, first off, I guess, um, clouds. Me- meat-eating meteorological phenomenon. Yeah. That's probably not the most fucking common thing on the Weather Channel. We have dealt with Usually we not. We have dealt with yeah. uh, we had the, 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 the sky, sky spitter. spitter. Sky spitter. Which, yeah. That... That little fucker had attitude. It did. It wasn't necessarily nefarious, but yeah. it was like, it was a shade. So, you know what it was? It was like a little piss ant. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck you. All right, so what yeah. do we got with Prof. this? What's up with this? This is a whole other breed of cat. All right, and there's cool. a lot of different things going on, and that's what we're here to deal with. All right. But first, I'm going to start with a little personal take. Okay. On the nature. Of clouds? Of clouds. Oh, oh good. And or vaporous things that linger closer to the ground. <laughs> A.K.A. Fox. <laughs> Clouds. <laughs> a deeper study. Who are they? <laughs> what are they? Oh, man. I should have been on PBS in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. Contact. It's, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's, it's the reason. Oh, God. It's whatever. Are you, are you the only one that remembers that? I can, I, one, once a week, two, I think about it. One. Science. Yeah. Oh, God. If I may. You guys are old, all right? May it's I have contact. Yes. But indulge me my autobiographical intro. Ever since I first saw John Carpenter's underrated spectral splatfest, The Fog, at the drive-in in 1980, and yes, I was seven years old, I have been both fascinated and horrified by what might be concealed within the murky, seemingly impenetrable walls of mist that crawl like an ancient, unstoppable Lovecraftian marauder over any and all obstacles and can slip through even the smallest of cracks. That's beautifully done. Thank you. The educated adult in me knows all too well that these low-hanging clouds are nothing more than the product of cool air and condensed water droplets, but my inner child knows better. Fog is a nightmare made manifest that hides within it everything you fear most, and the best that you can hope for is that it will slip past in the darkness without lingering, without noticing you at all. You just painted a really terrible picture of a a meteorological event. Dude, fog's been scary forever. It's creepy. I mean, it's it's a primordial fear. No, now I'm scared of it. Yes. And I have a truck. And do you ever go through it in the morning? And I have a truck. (laughs) I, I got do. trucks, I, I got funny. weapons. I didn't, even, I didn't even address that. Like, I'm like, yeah, you have a truck. So you drive through fog. And, oh, but yeah. you have a truck that will protect you from everything. America.com. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. America.christ.com. I have a truck. Yeah. Good. Okay. Thank you. The fog. 
While psychologists and folklorists have field days analyzing what makes human beings so susceptible to manufacturing monsters to fill the unknowable spaces of our world, no such abstraction was necessary for those living in the wooded areas along the Tomoka River just west of Daytona between 1955 and 1966. For these unfortunate few lived in abject terror of a bizarre killer quite unlike anything that had ever been described before. A living, predatory cloud. We're dealing with a killer cloud? A killer cloud. Maybe. Wow, okay. From we'll outer see. space. Oh, Chris is already saying maybe. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, we will see. Chris right. is absolutely right. And the third paragraph, you don't fucking jump to conclusions. Okay. All right. You, played, you played it smart, Chris. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Fuck's sake. Keep it in your pants. It's 2020 and you're already fucking... <laughs> man. Uh, Dude, hashtag I, new year, new me. New year, oh, same you. <laughs> you're right, actually. It's, oh. it's topples. <laughs> Oh, I nailed it. All right, all right yeah. we're done. All right, Talpas. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, this is the new pod. Here we go. Talpas. If I may. Known by several monikers, including Tomoka's Cloud, the Carnivorous Pink Cloud, and the catchy, if ostensibly erroneous, Cannibal Cloud. Oh, the Cannibal Cloud? Which, by no. the way, is a great name, but I don't think that it's out there you just fucking eating other clouds. other fog. No, yeah. but it like, sounds cool. Oh, lesser fog. Yeah. Would you even know it was eating another cloud? But Cannibal oh, Cloud. you wouldn't. It's a cloud. fucking awesome. But I yeah. guess you're... No, cur- I mean, well, clouds don't eat other clouds. They tend to... Unless it would form it, a mouth. Is it a merger? Is That's it, what uh, I mean. You wouldn't even know. Is it like cloud Do clouds usurp other clouds or absorb? Is it a Borg thing or is it a no. conquer? Is it like dominance or is it just like making love? Oh. Is it dominance? And if you don't know the difference, should you go to classes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> At your local YMCA. Wow. God. Is but this... that having been said. It's terrible. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> this is horrible beginning. It is not a cannibal cloud in that I don't think there are any, at least eyewitness accounts of it, devouring other clouds Cloud, uh, right. with gusto. If there was but a, that's a great name. But if there was a really Fuck. cool like Cannibal Corpse tribute band called Cannibal Cloud, but there's Cannabis Corpse, but you could do like Cannibal Cloud... If there was is a, a tribute if, band, if, if it, it was fun. like a six-piece Japanese girl band that did it like light and poppy... And it was called Cannibal Cloud. That would make, I would fucking that would make there, a lot more sense. Like, that would be dope. Maybe dope, but that's not the case. All right. Yeah. This malignant miasma was known to literally devour anything or anyone lingering in its hazy path, particularly in the area of the Tomoko River, known as the Tiger Bay Preserve. I don't think it's probably loaded with tigers, but what Tiger, an awesome well, name! Tiger Bay. That'd be makes weird sense. if it was. Where a local fisherman had sworn he'd seen the rosy mass himself. Mm -hmm. Beginning sometime in 1955, eyewitnesses began to report seeing a strange cotton candy colored cloud that would cling unnaturally close to the ground as it made its way through the dense East Florida scrub. As unusual as its vibrant pink hue may have been, what struck eyewitnesses as being its most peculiar aspect was the fact that, unlike other meteorological phenomenon, this wraith-like thing seemed to glide intelligently. As if with premeditated intent, sometimes even moving against the wind. That's some shit. There's a lot of things that can be cloud-based, I uh, guess. A lot, right. of, a lot of industrial and natural events that create vapors. 
But to fight the wind, that's that, not that's not, a, that's not a cloud strongest suit. No, no, this is an intelligent, <laughs> okay. an intelligent cannibal cloud that fights the wind. I'm just saying. I like it. What's been said? When, 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 okay. when you inherit the wind, <laughs> yeah, my favorite book. book I think. Yeah, yeah, my favorite book. When you book. fight the wind, you fight nature itself. Isn't that what we're all doing every day? You arm wrestle the Lord. Whoa. Wow. What? Does, does Jesus know. lose? He you does. drop elbows. <laughs> on Jesus? On Hulk Hogan in his prime, <laughs> fresh after vitamins and milk. Yeah, but he's going to kick out. Yeah, he always kicks out. I know, but I'm Except just saying, for the time he did. It's still impressive. <laughs> yeah. That fucking, it goes against the wind. Okay. All right, well, Ultimate Warriors, Rob. Maybe. All right, uh, let's leave the analogies aside. Okay. Oh, God damn it. Clearly I, it's I wearing headbands. I never should have opened the wrestler's Pandora's box, should I have? <laughs> oh, let's have makeup on. <laughs> In the cooler months, hunters would occasionally spy the voracious vapor as it undulated over rocks and bramble in the deep forest. Those who lived to tell the tales would talk about there being no signs of any living animal, just their bleached bones, which had been picked clean. Now that's weird. That's weird. Bleached. That is weird. Bleached. Like, not just, like, gnawed off, but you got some tendon and sinew and fuck all and yeah, rot. Yeah, no, just like a, sh- like a sheen know, of like clean Like an bone. Italian cannibal fucking film from, like, yeah. the early 80s. Yeah. None of that fun stuff. Like, just, like, highly polished, about to, like, go in the back fucking of hmm. your science teacher's yeah, classroom. Right, right. Kind of all right, weird. Stranger still, some claimed that unlike the scattered mess of skin and bones that were the telltale signs of a scavenger's presence, these bones retained their original shape, though not one scrap of flesh remained behind. So they're not crushed, chewed, gnawed, dissembled. They're just... Super clean. Super Super clean. clean. Okay. Super clean. All right, weird. Grown-ups, as they are wont to be... We're skeptical of these tales that were brought back by wild-eyed trappers and those who foraged off the land. But the kids in the neighborhood along the river knew better. Getting the kids involved? Something was afoot. Oh, the Goonies. Cloud Goonies. Goonies. Yeah, little young Sherlock Holmes. It's a little everything in our child. Oh, Monster Squad, Fred Decker. Mm -hmm. That's the deal. Raise a glass. It wasn't long before stories of the bones being discovered were no longer simply about prey animals, but began to include the remains of human beings. It was bound to happen. The cloud finally murdered man. <laughs> Are we not but an animal ourselves, sir? <laughs> I, I do love that. that. Are the cloud we... finally <laughs> murdered man. Are I guess we... we need to stop to address that for a second. Are we not uh, the masters of the wind? No, clearly no. not. No. Oh, my God, no. We're not even a type one society. We're not the masters of fucking anything. I'm barely the master of the oscillating fan in my room. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking master of a we wind. We harness the power of wind to make power, <laughs> electricity. God bless we you. We are the masters of the wind. It's a we Manowar were. song. I'm waiting for Chris to sing it. Oh, Fly I didn't know. away <laughs> to a rainbow <laughs> in the See, sky. I, I that's thought, completely how it goes. It is, but you got it. But you got it. I need, I need that's to, not how it goes. I'm do, like, that's completely do, how it do goes. Your best, do your best. Manowar what I mistook for scientific hubris was really you just calling back to classic sweet metal. Yeah. Now I feel yeah. like I missed the boat. I don't know anything about science. You know that. You do know <laughs> We do not I control the wind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys get Jabba laughed? You get Jabba laughed every <laughs> week. <laughs> Sorry, Robert. God damn. If I may. (laughs) According to some reports, during its 11-year reign of horror, this gaseous Grim Reaper claimed no less than a dozen lives, most of whom were no doubt drunks, derelicts, and drifters, but human beings nevertheless. Okay. That's a fancy way. Not so fancy way. It's a simple way of saying the police records don't necessarily report 
reflect the mass carnage as right. much as the rumors. But that doesn't mean. I mean, come on. This is the this is the mid fifties to the sixties. This is the pre love era, the full on beatnik era, where you could fall off the fucking radar with <sighs> no problem. Just like move literally three towns away, change your name, get a new bank account, twelve dead. Let's just leave it at that. All right. The, it could be a cover up, or the cops don't care. Both are factors. The cops could legitimate be, factors. Cops could be in cahoots with the cloud. Save it for the end. Downfall. As the years went by <laughs> and the mystery deepened, those who lived in the region began to speculate as to the origin of the so-called carnivorous cloud. Some thought it might represent a geothermal phenomenon and that the animals were literally having their flesh flash cooked off their bones. Like an air fryer? Like that. Wow. All right. Just done. Donezo. Okay. Others speculated that the ethereal pink mist was an extraordinary new life form hailing from the depths of the inner earth. Oh, the cloud people. The cloud people. You remember in in, uh, in Adventure Time, what's the, the little pink princess's oh, well, name? Uh, Lumpy Space Princess. Lumpy Space Princess. Yeah, yeah. she's a, kind of like a cloud person from the middle she of the earth. Sort of is, but can they, like, blend? Because now I'm starting to go into, like, weird places. Like, if you are a cloud person, and I never really thought about it being a cloud person... Are you really part of the cloud collective? What is the society I don't know. like? Because it has to be a super hive. It has to be like a hive mind where everyone contributes, and maybe you can break off from the cloud super colony to go do like a secret mission or yeah. some shit for the queen, the Dude, cloud like queen. A, or like you're like a rogue cloud. You're just oh, like, like Ronin clouds? The Mandalorian cloud. Where you're like, yeah, I'm but do my own thing. What your biology, first of all, makes you fucking your vapor sentient and yeah. makes you eat meat right <laughs> hunger like what well, makes clouds are very simple things yeah, no no chris is not wrong <laughs> <laughs> all right let, let's give the it's, devil his due all right, all right <laughs> like well, what in their biology this, right, i think true, i right. think worldwide only four clouds in mensa at most at most that's I, very presumptuous you don't know that well, um so there could be six all right but but all bullshit aside, there might be different ways to harbor intelligence. Okay. Including one that you fucking constantly subscribe to that I loathe and fear because I'm a simple man of an older generation, which is called the fucking cloud. Now, perhaps there <sighs> is a mean like way. I know. I know the analogy is vague and only exists and weird. It, but the idea that maybe it is a mass <laughs> intelligence that can form a greater intelligence when it comes together and use said intelligence to find ways to manipulate the environment so it looks as if it is defeating the wind the hardest thing for a cloud to do <laughs> and yet at the same time it needs nourishment because okay. it is more corporeal than your average vapor ergo it needs to fucking shred the flesh off the bones of the squirrel all right well i mean i'm just saying i'm, I'm just saying but let's, i'm there dude I'm let's there. not rule anything out yet i'm not we're not okay right. we're not Right. I'm ruling a few things out. I think Chris, uh, you guys. No, are, I'll no, you guys fully make both, fun of it at the end of the story. You guys. <laughs> so <laughs> you let's guys just keep ruling everything out. No, I'm actually ruling a few things. It's in. a valid question to ask why a cloud is, has intelligence <sighs> when it's just a couple <sighs> molecules. That's a pretty fair question, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't I know, gotta Chris. agree. With, I, it's I'm Chris the on gun. this one. You're jumping the gun, Chris. Yeah. We're gonna have some. Well, no answers is strong. We're gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> some hypotheses slash okay. suggestions that have been proposed, but we're going to get there when we get there. Okay. So two of them are a geothermal thing, which I don't know if East solid, Florida is solid. rich in geothermal Icelandic Why not? Right. pockets. But it's but a decent theory. But it's something. It's it something. works. 
The other one being a new life form from Inner Earth. Granted, that's a little more out there. On D's theory. But... Yes, but we'll see. <laughs> Here are a few more. It being the height of the Cold War, it's likely that some hypothesized that it was nothing more than a cloud of radiation. Perhaps Not good. the fallout, never good, never, ever good. Perhaps the fallout from a U.S. test or maybe even an experimental weapon clandestinely deployed by the Soviets from the Cuban shores not far off the Florida coastline. So it made it from the Cuban shores to into Florida and then it just kind of like went. Or maybe a secret agent rode a fucking shitbag raft like the refugees did, went somewhere into, you know, the Daytona area and unleashed it. Okay. So it could be killing a, himself. Could in be the a process. weapon. Okay, could be a weapon. Could totally be a weapon. Like a like a like ah. a dirty bomb, except a sentient super cloud. Dude, fuck drones. We got cloud weapons. Cloud based weapons. Yeah, dude, I know gonna, they could have changed the world. Like, oh, who's vaping over there? And all of a sudden, <laughs> fuck. In fifty five, no, you're dead. You're that. clean bones. Yeah, you're clean bones. Before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> More rational minds. We should be glad for that concluded that if the mist existed at all, it was likely a chemical reaction, perhaps the environmentally horrific byproduct of a local toxic waste dump. So, the okay. rational minds say, geothermal yeah, vents, okay. I think that can be pretty easily proven or disproven by a geologist, and I, I don't know about the massive geothermal vents of Florida. Um, toxic waste? Maybe. Does toxic waste produce clouds that are sentient, though? Not that we know. Well, okay. well part outside of Stan still Lee debatable. and fucking Lloyd Kaufman, probably yeah. not. There's normally toxic waste jump dumps that's just like, you know, cancer. But like, sentience it's not aside, what we're really dealing with is corrosive. Okay. Sentience yeah. is an assumption right. based on the fact that, and granted, anonymous it eyewitness. fought the wind. An anonymous eyewitness <laughs> claimed that <laughs> One person saw it was some... coming from <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> I fought Jesus the wind. And this thing went boom, dead up in the face of wind. And maybe it did. Maybe it was a rolling, thick mask, a viscous, not even, not even a vapor anymore. Part liquid, part like, like when you get into that part of fucking earth science where shit gets weird, and you're like, "What are you?" Yeah, I know you're wet. Are you a vapor or liquid? Yeah, I know, I know. Or a reaction of just, some sort. The wind was going a different way where they were, as opposed to the cloud. Don't deny the. So there are things But what we're really worried about right here, <laughs> smart, are smart the, the wind. corrosive element. Oh yeah, okay. yeah that's, that's the deal. Weird. And now here's the thing. Now I'm going to digress again. And I know I've told this story, but maybe not on this podcast, but I think I've told it to you guys individually. And I remember uh, being asleep in the summer um, in the in the late 70s on Prine Ave in Auburn, New York, our hometown. And a loudspeaker in a car going by saying, everyone needs to get out of their homes. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember this. There was a this. dangerous cloud. Do you remember when this happened? Yeah, I remember the story you told me. And I don't fucking, remember it. And I remember we all had to pack up. And I remember my parents that. were like, get us out to the car, get us out to the car. It was like late 70s, early 80s. I was young. I was still in single digits. And I was like, what the fuck is, I mean, I didn't even say fuck that much back then, maybe seven or eight times a day. But I was like, the fuck is going on, mom? And she's like, we just got to get out of here. We got to get out. So we went out of town to Cuga Village, you know, some like three villages away and spent the night at my uncle's house. And I just remember thinking, what kind of weird chemical thing? Now, I, I've i never really gone into the archives. You'd think I would have. It was foundational for terrifying me because this was just like something out of, uh, and this is something we were talking about the other day, Mark, Hell of the Living Dead, that Bruno Mattei oh, film, yeah, yeah, where the yeah, gas yeah. leaked out of like Hope Center 1 and the Dead Rise. What? It was like a bad sci-fi moment, but I didn't, sm I thought I smelled something acrid when I went outside, but that to me in retrospect was just pure paranoia. So what year was this? I can't tell you exactly. I know but it was late were, 70s or late very 70s. early okay. 80s. Um, right. 
and and that we were well, evacuated. We, the whole look us up. So you saw other people when you were other outside. Other people were packing in and and leaving. See, I don't know you people. We I don't think we talked about it, but I literally grew up around the corner. Right. Yes, Chris. I never knew around the like. My section was like where my street met Prine. It mm-hmm. was if you took a right, it was Prine Street. If you took a left, it was Prine Ave. Yeah, right. I Prine Street was where I, my friends were and where my school was. Mm-hmm. And so everyone on Prine yeah. Ave, no, I, I just was, never. I was down that. in the Valley of Slum. You were. You were well, not, let's be frank. Bit, you know, a and a lot of the kids it I went met, down precipitously yeah, yeah, down a hill, and and it was like a completely different so world. Were you near the ship plant? Well, yeah, about you, halfway, about halfway down and, to Canoga and, or whatever. Oh, all right, all right. So I don't know what it was or where it was, but, but I, I will don't say remember this. I did, that never happened. The I abject remember that. fear that I felt having to leave the home in the middle of the night that things might be poisonous. Now you got to remember, there's like Three Mile Island and there's fucking the Love Canal. I mean, I'd seen just enough of the news to be paranoid. Yeah, and I was just smart enough to get that some treacherous shit was going on, but right. not well versed in the world because I was a fucking small child. Mm-hmm. But that really stuck with me. And for some reason, I think that made me gravitate to this story all the more in that um, the idea of something potentially dangerous, possibly corrosive, that whether or not it's sentient, like that's the most fascinating part, I'll grant, but that's not to me the most salient part. The most salient part is its absolute destructive capacity. Yeah. And so I know I went on a digression, but I've got to say, I'm telling this story because it's fun and interesting and because it reminds me of like bad sci fi and bad horror films well, from that completely era. completely a bad But also sci-fi because movie. it triggers a deep personal memory fear of a moment where I thought I might never be able to go home. I'm going to do some digging for it because my grandfather was a fireman in the 70s. So I'll ask him to see what he says. Yeah. Because I'm guaranteed he'll, he'll remember. But I don't remember that. It was a car, it was a white car looked almost like a station wagon with a siren on top mm. unless it was super and local a loudspeaker so did unless it was a, a fucking because i i, I would have completely remembered that but i remember like as i walked outside other people were coming outside with blankets bundling their cars I mean, with maybe, their kids, maybe it was wow. off. just some oh. asshole <laughs> yeah could you imagine could have been like how could have just been there and not me literally it was five, five minutes all walk. i could think is that lower like maybe whatever it was couldn't rise up because literally the hill of Prine Ave it's a whole it's all a hill I mean we didn't live that far apart but it was no it is a, a fairly steep drop yeah totally so anyway I know that digression really didn't help the story but I wanted to let our listeners and my buddies know that um that this is something I identify all with. right well I'm, I'm gonna look into it in a crazy and, and deep way and yeah I hope I hope we can't come to a conclusion next we'll check on the uh lake monster I almost caught that everyone wants to fucking tell me was a fuck sucking oh yeah mud skipper or whatever yeah, yeah. It was a mud, it was a mud it's okay you know what it's your lake monster and I appreciate it was a it. zooglodon okay an infant no we're gonna nice. all, right. all right each one in its place exactly we're we're on clouds now we're high on clouds now okay so new species from inner earth that's a bit of a stretch but fucking um, but the idea that it might be either fallout again possibly a stretch right. or a chemical spill of some sort much like the thing that at least i believed i contended and with don't when forget I was young. Get toxic waste i got, got the old toxic That's avengers about. The, toxic avenger theory is in there that could be corrosive okay yeah. it is funny though that literally like everything that was mentioned is an origin for a mid-60s marvel character yeah, no, oh, totally, 100%. yeah. what it really is is the origin of leukemia <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously but totally. in the hands of stan lee and jack kirby no you get a, you, you get powers recast. totally okay at the same time as folks were avoiding the deep woods and the death curse therein, locals began gathering en masse on Tomoka Farms Road to watch a dazzling yet inexplicable display of red and white lights which would come to be known as the Tomoka Lights. 
This is something that is different from the fog, but during the same period, it was another ostensibly paranormal phenomenon that people were shitting themselves about. Hmm. Okay. These balls of crimson and bright white energy seem to defy gravity, chase cars, and were believed by some to represent the spirit of a deceased Tim- Timukua chief named Tomoki. I apologize if I said so the tribe name wrong. ball lightning or spectral entity. Yeah, cool. it's, it's like Marfa lights. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of light things. Right. But it's interesting that it's happening in the, the same, same time area, as, the dude, same time. the cannibal cloud. Right. Some even maintain that the carnivorous pink cloud that gobbled everything up in its path was nothing less than the embodiment of the great warrior himself who was doomed to forever wander the earth, consuming all as punishment for defiling a sacred spring, some say the actual fountain of youth. We got the Native Mission, American curse. Oh, yeah. So, so now, oh, we're going, now we're going right. into classic Amityville territory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. we're going into... So it's not just a sentient cloud. It is an undulating pink mass of Native American rage. Yeah, guarding the fountain of youth. The fountain of youth, perhaps. Dude, you moved the headstones, but you didn't remove the graves. You did it, people. exactly. Did you? When Coach yells at you in the rain. Uh, when Craig T. Nelson Coach. is acting with James Karen. <laughs> In a middle of a strobe light fake storm that Spielberg was directing while Toby Hooper smoked somewhere nearby. <laughs> it was an extraordinary yeah. moment on in cinema history. Permanent break. And permanent break. All right. Took five to. That's not me saying it. That's Gunnar Hansen telling me that. <laughs> All yes, right. Leatherface told me that. Okay. So I'm just saying. All right, OG. I believe it. But I'm, right. dro- I'm dropping names, trying to look cool. All right, it's cool. Let's just forget about let's that. Give now. me a part of your autobiography. <laughs> dropping names being dropping names being cool, Rob Morphy. Okay. Now, here's the fucking flip side. The single biggest problem with this theory, aside from the unknowable nature of curses and the corporeal limitations of the damned, both of which you could probably write volumes about, well. is that Chief Tomoki was a fictional folk hero who never actually existed. Oh, he's got a statue. Man, he's got a really? legend. Well, he's a tulpa? <laughs> I told you. This was, I told you. I told you this was going to come up. Savor that because yeah, I right. called it, it in the beginning. Be the weight of belief. Yeah, but in a historical sense, okay, there was the uh, Timukua, and again, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. People, and mm. they had many famed chiefs, and had a lot of historical battles and confrontations with you know the insurgent uh, Europeans and all sorts of shit. But Timoki. Not a real dude. Okay. So, well, okay. Bummer. Tulpa aside, Talpa. it's probably not that. Nevertheless, there are those who insist that anything is evidently insidious as an all devouring mass of bone polishing, pulsating pink shadow must be of supernatural origin. So, even acknowledging that, that Chief uh, Tomoki is not a real person, there are plenty who think that. Just the idea of a, an intelligent vapor um, that eats everything in its path and and can fight the wind and does what it wants implies supernatural or paranatural if you want to be more scientific about it. Yeah. Supernatural says magic to me. Paranatural is like magic with the hope of science. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a fine really? distinction. Okay. It's a fine <laughs> 
but essential distinction. <laughs> All right. Because here's the thing. I never want to give up the fucking ghost of science. I love the idea that anything can be categorized and understood and not necessarily made pedestrian. There's bound to be phenomenal. I mean, with well, quantum no, mechanics, who knows what clouds can do. But I am going to err I, on I'm the not sure side about that one, of but... the paranatural okay. at this point. Okay. All right. In, re- in this one case. All right. Okay. Whatever the genesis of the carnivorous pink cloud of Tomoka may have been, a mere decade after its arrival, it was never seen again. Perhaps the ancient curse had finally been satisfied or an environmental disaster barely averted. <laughs> barely. Miles apart, but both could be true. Just, just by the skin of its teeth. <laughs> okay. no. Chernobyl or curse? Yeah, what are you exactly. going to do? There right you now. Go. All right. It, it, there's a possibility. Vaporous chlorine cloud. Curse. Oh, cool. the chlorine. Or maybe, just maybe, the unfathomable thing is lying in wait, burrowed snugly in the ground like a 17-year cicada, just waiting to once again rear its nebulous head. Assuming, of course, it has a head at all. Mm. Was it nestled? It's always nestled. Oh, good. But I said burrowed snugly. Yeah. You implied nestled. But you know why you did that? Why? Because you sure as fuck knew it was. <laughs> I knew that it was natural. You, you know took how it Uncle out. Rob's mind works. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, in the end, I really want everyone to be. Mm, yeah. like, I don't care if you're a monster or fucking our, our, our wonderful listeners. I want you to be at home in a warm blanket, snuggled up. Nestled. Nestled. Yeah. I wish nestling for everybody. Nestle with your cannibal cloud. It's our tonight. 2020 hope for you people. It is yeah. indeed. Be nestled. Yeah. From us to you, a gift. There you go. The only problem is the animal-filled forests, which once served as its feeding ground back in the 1950s and 60s, are no longer there. The trees have long since been uprooted and replaced with serene suburban streets and tract homes filled with a new kind of creature. Us. I knew it. horrible man. man. (laughs) (laughs) The intrusion of man. Indeed. Bambi, it's man. So, Tiger Bay Preserve... Those like swaths of deer infested forest. I always like saying infested as if as if they're ticks. Deer infested forest. Yeah. Fucking where people would hunt and see this ostensibly intelligent polishing of the bone. Not anymore, cloud. man. Man came Maybe. in. Um, all of a sudden now it's it's fucking suburbia. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. what's happening. Yeah. It's the deal. Morphe, it's man. That's wow. an even better one. Yeah. Indeed. Exactly. Let's hope for the sakes of those living in the cannibal cloud's corrosive path that it manages to hibernate just a bit longer. And even though most of us can dismiss our youthful, gut-sickening fears of fog and what might lurk therein as irrational, foolish, and unfounded, always remember that for a brief stretch of time in the continental United States, there were those who truly were convinced that the fog wouldn't just chase you, it would eat you alive. Oh, what a way to end it. Excellent. Yeah, wow. Cannibal pink clouds. So, yes, we can concede that there's a lot of this that smacks of uh, folklore, urban legend. Right. Um, information that is passed between yeah. teens and tweens and then generationally becomes something more. But what I am fascinated by is, although it's very hard to corroborate, the alleged adult observations of these things that were apparently frightening whether or not there was a dozen or two dozen corpses the trappers and the I fishermen mean, man they see it they're out there doing they, the they shit were, they were seeing something <laughs> yeah 
and that doing it. But 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 the short window is what entertains me because if it's truly fiction, and it may be, we can all admit that. But if it's truly one hundred percent fucking nothing more than suburban uh, legend, then it would grow and perpetuate and 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 and. And become malignant, if you will, and with each generation. And instead, it was like, yeah, no, around '66, it dried up. No one saw the pink cloud again. It was over. Good job. Yeah. Well, there's still like fucking crazy lights of a, an Indian chief that wasn't there, or probably ball lightning, or maybe uh, seismic electric activity that has not yet been understood, and certainly wasn't understood in the mid 20th century. Right. But what I'm fascinated by is the small window, and. Uh, and the fear, that's the one thing I got from all the different things I read, be it you know, little brief articles or people that were writing their own personal testimonials. Like if you were a teenager at the time, you knew you know, in the Daytona yeah. area, then this was some shit. And that to me impressed me even more. It doesn't mean that they were all like true believers and like, oh my God, but that you, this was something you like took note of. All right, so uh, skeptically speaking, I mean, we could just be obviously, like you said, dealing with, with folklore, or maybe if you are dealing with something that is natural, well, I guess unnatural, like a toxic waste dump. The only thing about that, though, is I don't know much about gases and fogs and how they work. Gases and fogs. Gases and fogs. I don't know. Do we have a, do we have a gas and fog expert out there? I thought you'd be the one. Chuck Quilty. He would know. He's a gas and fog expert? He's, he's an expert in, in a lot of shit. He's a smart dude. Yeah, but he's not here right gas now. No, he's not. But well, he, I, he is on our Facebook page, and if he's not in our Facebook group, he could he, he could join what? and explain gas and fog I'm going to do us. the rarest thing. I'm going to I'm going to type in corrosive fog. Uh, corrosive fog. If it was, but if it was some sort of corrosive uh, you know, fog that came from the toxic waste dump. I mean, yeah, I, but I, a 10-year corrosive fog? Well. The, 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 listen, the, this story is 90% holes. You're correct. It is. It is like one person saw holes. something look like a it cloud, is. and there was wind blowing, and it didn't go the same way. It's like, oh my right. god, it's, it knows what it's well, doing. We don't know for a fact that only one person saw it. Fight. I'm fight going the by will of the wind. I'm you know, going by my, the story. In my heart, it fought the wind, and that is a truth. And people didn't truths. see like it. It's not like a movie where like, hey, look, there's cattle, and all of a sudden this cloud went by, and right. then bones were left. Which well, would have been brilliant. It would have been, but that's not what happened either. If, if there and was, so it's still an assumption to even think that the cloud is doing this. Right. Well, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, Chris is absolutely technically. Right. You have to. You have I'm not to, sure. Corrosive, like, as far as like, it's a long story, but I've been like hit with chlorine. Yes. Like, clouds and shit, and it it hurts and it burns and like it fucks your skin up and shit. Um, but it's not like corrosive to that level. I'm not sure what would be that corrosive I, where it would actually. I'm pretty sure. You'd have to be well. It'd have to be like in a chlorine bath. Well, well yeah, it, <laughs> like it not just like, like a yeah, fog. I don't like think. Getting, yeah. Or yeah, a sulfuric but acid plume. Even I don't even. But think, even that, I don't think. I don't, it would don't do. think anything can really do that. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't either. mustard even, gas even, doesn't eat the bone. No, the flesh off your bones. But I was saying, yeah, I mean, it sucks. It's pretty easy to make. It's still an assumption to think that the cloud is even what's doing it. So you think maybe something else is doing the killing and they're just t- trying to use the, co- the cloud as cover? Ooh, I have no idea if they're using okay. the cloud as cover, if they just think. It's like, if you, like a puma all of a sudden appeared in my backyard. <laughs> right, and all of a sudden like dead animals show up, like ripped the fuck up. You're going right. to think, like, oh, clearly it was a puma, but you don't know that. All right, so maybe they're, they're just conflating natural yeah. predatory actions with the cloud. With an anomalous, the cloud is something totally different. It could be, the cloud effect. could be related to the thing, but there's okay. no, there's still nothing saying that the cloud is the thing doing it. Okay, so, maybe, so maybe I'm just pointing that out. I'm not so saying could like, the cloud and the murder be separate? They could I, be. I, I would okay. love could be. to have said or not. 
Um, <laughs> and Harold Jenkins watched as the happy bunny bounced about until it was enveloped in the fog right. and then there was nothing but skeleton. I can't because I found no such report. All right. Well, so, let's just go under the assumption yes. that the cloud's doing the killing. It sounds cool. It sounds good. <laughs> okay. Oh, perfect. I'm just I'm right. just pointing it out. That's no, all. I'm, I'm with you on that. Stop getting mad. But before I'm the cloud was mad. seen, um, it seemed to be <laughs> full of prey animals. People hunted it vigorously. Yeah. People lived off the land. Again, this is 55 to 66. So right. the, the urban sprawl, um, as prolific as it was in the post-World War II years, was not nearly as magnificent or detrimental as it's become in the latter 20th yeah, sure. and 21st centuries. So... There was a lot of genuine rural areas where people were able to like make a living trapping and, and, and just feeding themselves and their families uh, via hunting. But suddenly, with the appearance of this pinkish cloud-like right. thing, and, and, and its density is sort of vague, suddenly, not only are the prey animals not showing up, yeah. but highly polished, fully intact skeletons are showing up. Yeah, And yeah. by some uh, reports those of humans as well okay and there's probably a lot of people so, that were living off the grid back then you know korean war vets who knows dude people florida that just in 66 like, was probably wild as fuck and that's a place if you want if, if you want to be homeless no one wants to be homeless if you happen to have to be homeless you want to be in a place that doesn't have a winter yeah there's gators and shit nice weather you could probably Dope. live off the land pretty Fucking disney well world. if you were trained it's the shit yeah you probably could yeah Disney World came a little later in the 60s. Oh, did it? So, yeah, Fuck. this was, I think, the pink cloud in Disney World. I don't think we can make the conspiracy there? stick there. All right, shit. Um, so, the toxic waste dump, though, is kind of interesting because if the area is polluted, that would give reason as to why a lot of the, the natural fauna, the animals and whatnot, would be dead. Are, were dead and or gone. Although, what that also could play into, though, if there is an area where people are dumping. I mean, it was the 60s. I'm sure you, there oh, was probably carte blanche. You could just dump yeah. whatever you wanted. Who gave a fuck? If it was like a It dust- was like somewhere between Eisenhower and Nixon. Yeah. I mean, I know I know, Kennedy was there a smidge in between. Fucking people were probably just throwing plutonium rods yeah, there's no in their rules. backyard. There's they no, didn't yeah. give fucks if it, back then. If it was industrial waste though, and it was being dumped at a certain site, if you are just piling shit in there, you're going to create a chemical reaction. Right. something which could cause some sort of vaporous cloud to appear might not necessarily be eating the bones off of the little for your rabbit's body or the, the meat off the bones but could explain the, the actual seeing a pink cloud so assuming that this was at least in a small way a genuine phenomenon right regard regardless of everything else what we're dealing with is one of a few things um, a chemical problem that you know maybe yeah. may have been spawned by toxic waste, where something is corrosive and maybe doesn't polish the bones completely and literally dissolve every piece yeah, of organic that, that's, matter. I'm a little that's scalp- a little heavy handed. Yeah. That, that goes into like you know Jack Harris's the Blob territory but, a little like, bit. The Sun and Scavenger, which was also mid to late fifties. <clears> the Sun and or Scavengers will bleach bones, right? hundred percent. So something, something chemical. I doubt it's something radioactive because um, it's not notorious for something being visible, for one thing. Right. Um, and there would probably be a lot of other telltale signs like vegetation rotting, cancer rates rising. Yep. Now, granted, I didn't do a real super extensive study, Dude, study of what was right. going on, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the case either. Poisoning the water table. Exactly. It's a big one. So scientifically speaking, you have... A few options, though none of them fit the bill completely, of something that could have happened, something that, you know, has been the spawn of a million monsters and a million, you know, cheesy superheroes, both yep. of which I adore in, in the in the fifties and sixties, but not necessarily 
um, anything significant, be it, be it chemical, doubtfully radioactive. The other side is the supernatural side, which, you know, is not my favorite place to go, the old magic whale territory. Obviously, um, the, the mysterious legendary Indian chief was not a real person, but the idea of something, because when you see a slow crawling fog in a forest, I can't help but to hearken back to especially the original Evil Dead and those like oh, yeah. tracking shots yeah, like totally. the, the, well, the that, fucking that's two by the four steady cam yeah. that was employed. Yeah. And you think to yourself, all right, if this is a sentient thing, be it either supernatural or just biological. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily even a cloud, maybe something that just moves weird. Let us not forget the lessons learned in the Kinderhook Blob episode. Oh, Things yeah. Fucking, it was, uh, what, what was it? Soft and fluffy. Yeah. They it can was, look uh, like a floating Virgin Mary. It can be 14 seagulls in no, a bed sheet. Yeah, Chris figured it out. It was like a seagull like in a paper bag or a plastic bag or oh, something. Oh, God, right? yeah. What was that? Yeah, seagull sure. on a blanket or something. Seagull, 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 seagull in a, a sheet or something. something. Yeah. Right? Flamingos are indigenous to Florida waters. Oh, you're bringing the fucking flamingo into this? What if there was an actual chemical spill? You rat bastard. And the flamingos were affected. Okay, bring it. Had seizures, Whoa. but were still trying to function and get back to their fucking acidic waters where they could feed. So basically you have a bunch of epileptic flamingos undulating through the forest floor, knocking <laughs> in shit the guise of a fog. Going again. No, no. But, oh, but, right. but, but you're forgetting. <laughs> one of these, one of these... Eyewitnesses was a fisherman in a boat from okay. a distance. Uh, Another one was probably a drunken hunter. These eyewitnesses aren't necessarily reliable. A rolling pile of flamingos okay. and fucking random forest detritus making their way fucking home because of a chemical spill that created a vapor that created the seizure. So it's rolling flamingos and a gas <laughs> resulting in the illusion of... An 11-year pink cloud attack. All right. Well, you know what? I'm not saying it's my favorite. Listen, I'm, I'm just pissing in the wind I'm here. I'm saying that your theory is well thought out, solid, cinematically sound, and God damn it, I like it. And just made up right now. I'm just going to go back with it that it's possibly, um, you know, it's a cloud person from the center of the earth. That's my jam. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> why the no, center of the earth? Let's not, let's not fucking dismiss this completely. Because no, I am. if you are a cloud form, if you were, if and you, you are, live if, in the if, center of the earth, if you are, you guys remember the old Japanese films. God bless you, Ishiro Honda, like H Man, the Human Vapor, the idea that uh, a, a sentient being can become disincorporate, and then, or, or even John Carpenter's The Fog, aforementioned, which is a stone fucking classic and deserves many more props than it gets. Fucking whatever. Uh, maybe these things are not supernatural, but just creatures that can assume different forms to hide, to make their way through the woods. And maybe they're just hunting. Maybe they're just eating. Maybe they're not. It's not just like this. I mean, it really does feel like the blob, except that it's gas yeah. instead of yeah. slime, where it just sucks everything in and you get nothing but bone and but shit. But Rob, we might be dealing with Occam's razor. And the simplest conclusion is? Cloud people that live in the center, center of the earth. And their agenda is? They don't have one. It's Go just... Gators. <laughs> yeah. Go. They're real big Florida State fans. Dude, what else would make sense? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I, I like the idea I'm of sentient people. vapor. Not as much as plants, which is clear and obvious, and I, you know, we're not, you know, I know you guys are going to fucking poo-poo it. No, we can't poo-poo science it. Because, behind no, that. You know why we can't poo-poo mm. anymore? Because all of our listeners are all on your side with their happy, oh, look, there's everything fucking loves animal or plants and shit memes. Wow. Not really. Well, that was very dismissive. It was very dismissive. You know, there's science behind it. Real science. 
I'm talking about cloud people that live in the center of the fucking Ish. earth. Okay? Do they have to live in the center? Can they live like just below the mantle? And why are they coming up? To feed. On humans. Okay. Well, if they're clouds, why do they live in the ground, not in the sky? Because. Well, gas can live anywhere. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Why underground? Why not? What's the benefit? That, that's where gas is. When you drill for gas, you don't drill in the sky. You drill on the ground. Who says we need to drill for these things? <laughs> I'm using an analogy. Oh are you saying fracking caused the cloud are you, people? So are you oh, saying it's all day? So if it's like are a, we an anti-fracking podcast now? If it's an intelligent I don't know, if you like to methane water. cloud. <laughs> yeah. That's not a political stance. That's just a, you know, not dying stance. You are going to get us a bunch of bad reviews. I hope oh, you're happy. Oh, I hope not. Really, First honestly. it was Chris with his presidential attack. Listen. It wasn't even. <laughs> it's you with your fracking. This is not a political bias. Attacks. This is a fucking, I want to drink shit that is not detrimental uh, to my shit shit. All right. I'm sticking with cloud people. I don't know their agenda. Okay, I don't fine, have to know their fine. agenda. They're there. Fine. Who the fuck are we to even ask fine. what are we to judge doing? a cloud? Yeah, they're clouds. You fuck judge them. a cloud? How yeah. dare you? Seriously. I'm going to... Let yeah. ye who has turned to vapor throw the first gas stone. I'm just going to guess that maybe... Nice. In all actuality, we're just dealing with a really cool folklore story that I kind of wished more shit... I think this it's based around. on something, though. I, I really do. Kind of like how we have creepy It's probably now. based on the dead things they found. Yes. Yeah. I think, and, I, I think skeletal remains were found. Perhaps they were associated with something. I think there might have been a genuinely corrosive cloud. I think... If something was moving against the wind, it was not probably vapor. No, honestly, it was not, as I called it, and I'm very proud of this one, a gaseous Grim Reaper, but oh, perhaps something Reaper. that had more substance. Maybe okay. like a blob-like thing. Maybe something that is part slime. Maybe it's fungal. We can't, can we ever take fungal terrestrials off the table anymore? Oh, now that they've no. been introduced into part of the pantheon the by us. The fungal terrestrial? They never existed before. They're here now. Oh, no. Must we ignore them? No. Our we... fungus brothers. Not alive, not dead, sometimes edible, often repugnant. All right. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah, okay. Living in the bottom of a bachelor's sink. But, All right. But seriously, fucking, I love this because it's clearly folkloric. And it's clearly something that, much like the Iron Man of Gorbals, which we uh, is a Patreon episode, but but for our listeners is uh, like basically a piece of mass hysteria that affected uh, Scottish children who all went to the cemetery at night hunting this huge vampiric entity with fucking iron teeth. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they did so with great aplomb and bravery. And this probably is one of those really coolest local. Folklore tales, very that much, just so. kind of got passed around. I doubt a dozen people died. I doubt that once rich environments of forest full of wildlife were nothing but glistening yeah. boneyards. Yeah, because had that happened, that would have been a National Geographic. And yeah, other you would know. Yeah, this would be a bigger yeah, thing. But, but you know, what, still it, might be a uh, nugget of something. With something, shit. but it what's was, the something? It was the '60s, though. Is it chemical? Well, in paranormal in '50s. Or, or cryptozoological. Those are really the only three choices. If there is a nugget of truth, yeah. it, it is either something the most the most passive and prosaic is uh, either like say toxic waste or something that fell off a truck or just something that you know dried some leaves, killed a few fucking squirrels. They eventually desiccated on their own. Yeah. Or something paranormal, which opens up again that broad spectrum of fuck all knows what. And, and, you know, including the magic whale, where it's just like, you know, magical specters from beyond, curses from ancient Native American lore, or just 
the beings from the inner right. earth that want to rule us, or something cryptozoological in the sense that an animal that is atypical of what we are used to. Okay. A creature that maybe isn't completely gas, though maybe it gives off a lot of gas, that moves in a way that looks like vapor creeping across the ground, so but the isn't gas. necessarily purely gaseous. Okay. And that way it is not enslaved to the whims of the wind. And that does devour the things that it happens to come upon. All right, Christopher. I mean, there's the purple glob in Philadelphia, which, you know, I've uh, written about in the past. It just fell from the sky and kind of dissolved like star jelly, and two cops reported it. But weird. if a weird, well, I guess we can't outrule, we didn't even throw an extraterrestrial. If it is some weird. Could be, yeah. There were. They're, they're, sentient or, or not even, I mean, if it's not, if it's just a pure predator, if it's like, it, can you call it bull sentient? It wants to fucking feed, destroy, and breed. There was lights that were seen. Um, so that could maybe, well, I guess it is. But the, but the lights, I think, are, I don't necessarily think they're related to the no, overall phenomenon. No, so, so maybe th- this could be some sort of like... Uh, a super amoeba? Maybe, or just like some sort of weird alien, like environmental thing. What if a you know? single-celled organism came from a planet that's so much bigger than ours... It literally fucking looks like fog. Okay, All like right. basically the tarp you put on your pool to warm it in the winter. Oh, the old sort of cover, cover it yeah. from snow. Right, and and it's moving around and it's eating, and then eventually it's like, oh, Earth, it's fucking right. weird. It sucks, and and it dies and it dissolves and shrivels. And there's no scientific basis. All that is uh, left are a couple of sightings that lasted for maybe a few years, but the legend went on for a decade and some bones, and we'll never know because it's some fucking crazy alien that came here to eat shit and die. Christopher, what do you think? I don't even know. What 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 is your it's gut? Just, it's what is your really gut? What is Chris's loose. stomach telling him? This one's a tough one. What do you think? It's all loose. Everything is loose. You, know, is loose. you, you normally pull it together yeah, for us. You could take the fog out, and it okay. would still be almost the same. Look, what would you think it was if somebody didn't see something that looked like a cloud not be affected by wind? And they just the story yeah. was, hey, there's a spat where people spawn clean, clean bones. Yep. I mean, we've nah. we've had seagulls and sheets before. Like you can yeah. kind of take each one out and be like, "Well, are they even connected?" There's right. nothing saying that any of it is. Besides my okay. epileptic flamingos, what else could cause the illusion of this? I don't know. I mean, I grant no. you that was fucking bizarre and tongue in cheek, but still, I I don't fucking know. Robert, what theory are you going to be going with? I guess there's so yell. many. I do love your 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 cloud people. Could be Nazis. I love the idea of it. Could be Nazis. Yeah, it's always Florida Nazis. Nazis. Oh, if you're talking fifties, oh, there's yeah. Florida Nazis. No accounting yeah, for the Nazis I mean, up to the fifties. It's cold worry, but yeah, it could okay. be. Fuck. Maybe, maybe the Soviets managed. You know, in a pre-digital world, you can't like Tron fucking Jeff Bridges into like little fucking <laughs> zeros and ones. But maybe they managed to fucking uh, vaporize him in a way that kind of like that character from Hellboy. If you contain it in a fucking suit. There's some, like that, that German scientist, you know the character I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he has some manifest power, but once it dissipates... He's ectoplasm, yeah. Right, yep. but not ectoplasm. Hyperplasmic humanity, where these fucking <laughs> Soviets created this thing that okay. could only live for so long, and he was a lieutenant, and he was well-decorated, and his fucking family was given a great pension, and his whole point was to go to America and learn what he could from whatever RAF base or whatever was down there, and maybe do a little damage along the way and dissipate, because it was a fucking 
long-term 11-year suicide mission, and he knew he would slowly fucking dissipate. And at best, he was a pink cloud, and at worst, he was a man full of regret. All right, I'm sticking with my original theory of cloud people in the center sure. of the earth, because that's where my heart is. And I'm going with sad Soviet. Sad Soviet? There you sad go. Soviet mutant. <laughs> Mutants. And Chris? Uh, uh, hot, steam. Wow. Wow. hot steam hot steam they're hot florida steam all oh, them gators hot there you go florida steam. geothermal bitches oh, oh, pink steam shit. of daytona <laughs> pink steam of daytona it sounds like a racing team or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like something that you need to shower after yeah definitely all right so there you have it thank you for joining us for the kryptonaut podcast as always the social media is put up your theory on the socials put it on the uh the facebook fan group Put it up there. It's a good time. If you're Please not do. checking that out, check that out. It's Absolutely. pretty dope. It's fucking uh, awesome. Again, Chuck Quilty, if you are not in the Facebook fan group, good sir, please join there. I'm calling you out by name. Right. Mr. Quilty. Help us with our signs. Yep. Get there. Help me with signs. Help me with math. Help me read. Help me be a better person. Wow. That's asking Thank a lot. Of, wow, right. Chuck. I'm Thank sorry. You. That's Chuck's a, good a lot dude. on you. Chuck's a solid dude. Help, help him with one thing at a time. You've got your own life. So check all that out. Uh, the Instas, the Twitters, again, the Facebooks. Um, com. We got some new designs. Rob's working on a couple. I'm working on a couple. Yes, we are. We have an, another company working on something for us. So check all that out. There is a sale happening at the end of the month. Be sure to always buy shit on sale. Don't ever buy things if they're not on sale uh do, 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 do. what are we forgetting we're forgetting something i don't are remember we really? oh uh, uh, uh patreon patreon.com oh, slash kryptonaut yes, podcast yes we're gonna we're actually gonna record uh january's episode right now so check that out one dollar gets you a shout out five dollar gets you a shout out and some bonus audio thank you to everyone who's over there supporting us totally uh-huh. um it's kind of weird that we actually like make money doing this it's so. amazing and we appreciate everyone that donates i it's, actually provided a nice christmas this year for my family yeah there I'm you go fucking, it's amazing know, right? you guys are the fucking best we can keep uh we can keep the, the the podcast going we can keep all our podcast bills paid and uh we can buy equipment fix the and gear all when fix it the needs gear to be. yeah, yeah. All, gear. all kinds of shit pay for the hosting everything's dope so thank you all so much to support us over there i don't know why you do it but you do it so thank you i yeah. appreciate it i mean it's kind of weird we talk about all the time how strange it is that people enjoy it that much they're willing to put hard-earned cash down but thank you but it makes us happy as fuck and we appreciate Not just the cash part, but the fact that you're willing to do it. Yeah. I think, honestly, it's the liking it that means so much more to me than anything else. Oh, totally. Totally. We appreciate all your support. We're fucking idiots. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're definitely not smart. Yeah, goddammit. We appreciate all the support. Epileptic flamingos. I mean, shit. All the support from the Patreon and the non-Patreon listeners. Thank you all so very much for your support. 2020 is going to be a great year. Final shout out to our anonymous super fan. Oh, totally. Thank you so much for Yes, definitely. Sweet gift of Sasquatch. And thank everyone else that sends us awesome things. I we mean, appreciate it. You have it. no idea. It's literally like every time Mark rolls up with some stuff because he has our secret mail account, he always gets to see it first. So he tells us that, oh, I got surprises for you. And then we got to, Chris and I get all giddy. Yeah. And then we show up and then he shows us. And it, it literally is. It's like yes. fan Christmas. You guys are the fuck sucking best ever, period. Amen. Also, too, before we uh, leave here, be sure to send us your encounters, whether it's ghost, alien, cryptid, whatever you got going on. Kryptonaut and whatever podcast, pseudonym you want us to use. Cryptonautpodcast at gmail.com. If do you it. want to remain anonymous, let us know. We've uh, got a ton of them already. Yeah, and we're collecting and them. We're collecting we're, them. It's probably going to be a series. Yeah, we're, we're going to be going through them. So send us all of and your... And a handful uh, of them that are particularly um, intriguing, you will be getting follow-up uh, questions from me totally. or Mark. 
Totally. And, and and that might become a full-on explosive fucking yeah. pod. There you have it. Thank you so very much. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Oh, hashtag Soviet steam. I think we know what really happened now. Is Soviet steam like a Pornhub search term or something? Well, well, it could, could be. be. I mean, if you're a fucking bag of dirt, or it could be a mid-80s wrestler, or it could be the state of the Soviet agent that he was in when he sacrificed everything he loved for a nation that he didn't know would be dying within fucking 15 years. Thank you. Nikolai Hotstein. Nikolai Hotstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Phenomenal pseudonym. Why do people support us? Why do people support us? We're just so stupid. Yeah, right. I, I'm dumb. All right, bye. Pew.